Hello everyone, I'm Christopher Tan and welcome to Providence Money Wisdom, an original podcast inspired by my book Money Wisdom, Simple Truths for Financial Wellness. In this podcast, I'll be sharing simple financial truths to guide you in navigating through the minefields of misinformation and false promises in order to achieve financial security and peace of mind. From Cradle to Motorboard So the last episode, I talked about the need to plan for our children's education and I hope by now you have started to think and plan seriously for your children's university education. I say this with earnestness. In my years of providing wealth advice, I've seen parents come to me with only a few insurance policies and to them, that is education planning. In such instances, I have to play the bad guy and say, hey, I don't think this is going to work for you. The major flaw in their plan is that they have not considered whether the plans that they have put in place will ensure that no matter what happens, their children will go to school unless their children really cannot make it academically or take a different path in life. So ask yourself these questions. Firstly, will what you have already put in place be sufficient to fund your children's university education? If you only have a few insurance policies and your intention is to send your children overseas, it is quite unlikely you will have enough. If you have 15 years to go and you are setting aside less than 5000 a year to pay those insurance policies for your kids, it will also not be enough. Now, don't scream at me or say, but my agent said that this policy would have a maturity value of X dollar and so on. I'm sure your agent has also told you that the maturity values shown on the benefit illustration are not guaranteed, but only projected. With endowment policies fetching an average of say maybe 3% per year, I mean the actual return that you may get, you need to put in a lot more per year to send your children to school. So here's my advice. Don't depend on just using insurance policies to meet the goal of funding your children's education. Consider going into the equities market, which has the potential of giving you an average of say anything between 5 to 7% in the long term. Well, you may fear that the financial markets could fail you, but we don't have to be financially savvy to know that the financial markets go up and down all the time. Yes, it is possible and would be unfortunate for your children's readiness for university to coincide with a financial market collapse. This means that you will still end up with insufficient money to fund his or her four years of education. Nonetheless, the maxim of not putting your eggs in one basket is so important. You should have a globally diversified portfolio and if your risk appetite is lower, you can consider having some of your funds invested in bonds as well. Just use this year as an example. I mean, this year, the financial markets have fallen. It fell as much as almost 30% and it has recovered now to about minus 15% year to date. And specifically, I'm referring, I'm referring to global equities, the US markets. Well, for our clients who have been investing towards their children's education all these years, at the beginning of the year, we would have told them that since they have made quite a bit from the markets the last few years, 
if they need the mark uh, the money soon for their children well maybe it's a good time to take money off the table so that if the markets haven't recovered say next year well, at least the sum of money is ready for their children to go to school well the second question that you might want to ask yourself is what if your health fails you your children's education is very much dependent on you being around to pay for it isn't it true that the investment plan that you have put up the dream of seeing your children graduate with a mortar board is largely dependent on your income if your health fails you and takes your life away how can you ensure that the dream you have for your children lives on well my advice to you in this area is that in planning for your life insurance coverage consider covering the current cost of education if your health fails you the proceeds from the insurance policy can be used to invest towards that education fund do not go for the with profits plan like a whole life plan go for term plans instead so that it can be affordable and you can cover the full amount of your education cost with with profits plans and these are plans that like i mentioned with cash values and uh, like whole life the premiums can be very high if you have limited financial resources you should put as much of your resources as possible into investing for your children's future it is also important that a will or better still if the amount is really huge and your wealth is complex your asset structure is complex well use a trust set up to make your wishes known your loved ones may not know your intention for the insurance proceeds this will avoid any confusion in the unlikely but not impossible event that you and your spouse suffer a common disaster and both pass on at or around the same time this way with a will or a trust your other family members know of your intention having a well drawn up estate and legacy plan ensures that your appointed trustees know what to do with your money the next question in planning for your children's education would be what if your kids decide to take a different path there are children who decide to take very different routes in life for example to be a full-time footballer or a chef and no longer need money for a university education there are others who have gone wayward unfortunately and giving them that money would not be a wise thing to do you may think the simple answer is don't give them the money or don't give it to them now simple not so if you have bought the insurance policies held in trust for their benefit you may not have remembered whether you have even done so well if that was what you have done it would be theirs sooner or later you cannot use it for your personal consumption because it has been placed on trust well my advice in this instance is to make sure that for all your investments be they insurance or equity investments you are the one owning the benefit of the programs this will give you total flexibility in what to do with the money later moreover before you rush to start the first investment for your children's education please take heed of this important advice 
And that is, unless you are very experienced in the stock market, do not venture into it or invest in it alone. Unfortunately, when I was writing this article and reading it now on the podcast, well, this article, as you know, I wrote it for the Business Times in May of 2019. The Singapore stock market is facing turbulence due to the ongoing trade war between the US and China. Even if you are in it, you should not put all your money there as it is largely sentimental or rather sentiment-driven and speculative compared to the global stock market. It is also very small and presents very limited opportunities. Look to other regions and more global stock markets such as those in the greater China, Japan, US, Europe region. And even though I wrote this article and now I read it as a podcast to all of us in 2019, well, today in 2022, we are facing turbulences as well. Sanctions between US and China. Of course, we have the pandemic causing lockdowns, high inflation, and of course, the war in Ukraine and Russia. Whatever I've just shared remains very true. Well, you would have heard earlier from the episodes in this Money Wisdom podcast that I have advocated investing in low-cost exchange traded funds or ETF in short, or index funds or evidence-based uh, evidence or market-based investments such as those that we use our partners from Dimensional Fund Advisors. These low-cost instruments which charge low management fees do not attempt to time the markets and have demonstrated that they can deliver good performance over time. Most of all, before investing, know the degree of risk that you will be taking. Know how long the investment is for. Construct a portfolio, choose your instruments, and rebalance your portfolios regularly when needed. In summary, when it comes to your children's education, firstly, know whether you are able to afford an overseas education. Next, know your preferences whether it is a local education or an overseas education that you want after considering all the relevant factors. Next, check your current status, how far or near you are to your goals. Then start a diversified investment program and monitor it closely. And finally, put in place contingency plans so that no matter what happens, you are in control. Finally, let me just say that children are gifts from God. As parents, we know that they are worth every bit of our effort to help them develop into the best that they can be. Though I'm not one who embraces overprotection or overprovision for them, I believe in making sure that they receive a good education so that they can be independent. That perhaps is how we show our love and fulfill our responsibility as parents. So think ahead and if need be, get help from a trusted advisor so that you can indeed see your children grow from cradle to motorboard. Thank you for tuning in to Providence Money Wisdom. I will be back soon with the next episode. For more information on my book or Providence services, kindly visit providence.com. I'll see you the next time.
All analysis, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information expressed does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.